Okay, so good morning, everyone. Hope everyone had a great weekend. It's Monday morning, and already I'm putting this out a little bit later than I'd like to, just because some of the news that we're going to be covering has to do with what happened this morning. So first off, let's get right into it. Now, this morning, Google was either hacked or their systems were down. We don't know. Now, there's a lot of theories going around about why this was the case. From our records initially, it started off in India early this morning, depending if you're in Pacific Eastern time or wherever you are in the world. And then it started to circulate amongst people in Europe and then in the West as well. And so in other parts of the world, too. And so what happened here was that YouTube went down. Google went down for most, not all, but most. Um, Gmail went down. The I think the online learning program that a lot of teachers in school, universities, colleges, high schools, and even elementary schools around the world use went down. But within about an hour or so, it was fixed. There was a point where I was almost about to call it a day just because it was impossible for me to upload anything today. But anyways, here we are. So that's what happened there. One more thing I want to cover as it pertains to that is that, just excuse me, I have some notes here. Uh, SISA issued an emergency directive following government agency cyber breaches. Now, the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, which is what SISA stands for, instructed federal civilian agencies to review their networks and immediately power down SolarWinds Orion products after hackers stole information from the U.S. Treasury Department and the U.S. agency responsible for deciding policy around the Internet and telecommunications. Now, SolarWinds and um, Orion is a network management system that serves government customers across the military, executive branches, and the intelligence services. Now, allegedly, Amazon helped create this, or it is their service. I'm not 100% sure of that, so I don't want to say. But at the same time, what we also have to look at here, too, is the fact that some people were saying that this was a deliberate hack or a deliberate sort of system shutdown in order to kind of clean up a lot of things. But at the same time, I don't know if that would be the case, particularly because the same thing happened to the U.S. Treasury last night, and I don't see how breaching into your own U.S. Treasury treasury and claiming it was hacked would benefit you in any way. Now, listen, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm not seeing the bigger picture right now, but it's certainly possible. Now, the next thing I want to talk about has to do with uh, Hunter Biden, and I'm not going to stay on that for too long because I know that the rest of the media is covering it, whether you watch the mainstream media or more independent media. It doesn't matter. It's being covered regardless. Now, when we look at this, what we're going to notice is that he's under investigation for more than just taxes. Now, what's ironic is that the story was covered up before the election and called BS by many different institutions and companies, such as Twitter as one example. But the thing here is that it was covered up And then after the election, all of a sudden, things started coming out of it again. Now, regardless if you like Donald Trump or not, what we have to understand here is this is a game of politics. It's all about suppression, uh, timing, which timing is key, changing public persuasion, all of that. And what big tech has realized, and I don't like to use the, the words big tech just because that's what a lot of people are using these days to kind of oversimplify what's going on in that industry. But what we're noticing here is that we're noticing that big tech is becoming just as, if not more powerful than big oil, big pharma, you name it, because they have the ability to alter and manipulate search results, search history, top searches, in order to manipulate your subconscious mind into thinking, okay, I'm going to go down this route of searching whatever you're looking for, instead of going down the route you had initially thought mentally, because they're censoring out these suggested search words. 
Okay, and so for example, one of the most key, prominent key sentences and key words that popped up after the Hunter Biden story from the New York Post was released before the election was, how can I change my vote? Now, I'm not saying that that would have changed the entire election and that Trump would have won. Whether you like Trump or not, all I'm saying is that it certainly would have influenced it one way or another. And what we can see here is the elites and the establishment, again, regardless if you like Trump, fighting against him because he was not part of their overall timeline of things. Now, at the same time, whether you like Trump or not, I think everybody can actually agree that he is a, I guess we could say, influential figure, I guess we can call it. Um, th there's a few different names we can, we can give him in that regard. But at the same time, the whole point here is that he disrupted the continuity of the establishment's process pretty much and that's what they're pissed about now we can argue all day about whether he's good or bad or what or he's done great things or terrible things or which one is worse but at the end of the day it's like picking the lesser of two evils they just want someone of establishment someone who will listen to them they want the puppet back on the strings it's as simple as that now the next thing i want to talk about because there's quite a few things here if you just give me a second it's okay here we go boris johnson the prime minister of the uk told the people of the UK to stock up on food thanks to the Brexit talks being stalled regarding the uh, Britain leaving the European Union. Now, again, this is, I think, I don't know, God knows how many times this year those negotiations have stalled, but I'm not going to spend too much time on it. On it. All I'm going to say is that it, it's a mess right now. Between the COVID cards they're issuing out after you take the vaccine, and I'll get to that shortly, between all that stuff, the, the, the deaths that are allegedly, and I say allegedly because I myself cannot confirm it, so I say that carefully, all of the deaths that are allegedly being covered up is a whole other story as well uh, from people who have taken the vaccine. Now, again, we don't know if the people who died and experienced facial paralysis and all those, what have you, we don't know if they had pre-existing conditions. We don't know if they were old. And that's one of the things that worries me. They're not saying they're not telling us what happened, where it happened, how it happened. Now, I get it. Maybe they can't tell us exactly how because everyone's personal medical records are very private and there's a huge privacy issue there. No matter where in the world you are generally, in most developed or in all developed countries, your medical history is your private history. With that being said, I think that at the same time, they should offer a little more transparency, whether it's the UK government or Pfizer themselves saying, listen, this is what happens to people, this, this and this, but they're not. And so what's happening here is the UK government is saying, yeah, well, you know, if you have serious allergies, don't take it. And then they're saying, well, if you experience vertigo naturally, you have vertigo or you get nauseous easily, don't take it. So it's like, okay, the way I'm looking at it here is they're slowly going through the elimination process of if you have this, this and this, don't take it. But these are very basic things that people have. A lot of people have allergies. A ton of people have vertigo. A ton of people have health issues where they take medication. So how do we know what's interfering with what here? And now we can argue both sides. When we look at the other side and when people say, well, I trust what Dr. Fauci says, I can understand that side. But at the same time, there's a lot of things that go on that Fauci doesn't know about. So we have to look at both sides of the spectrum here, right? Now, the next thing that I want to talk about has to do with actually, believe it or not, a UFO situation. Now, the Roswell crash, which has been covered like crazy, which I won't get into detail about because everyone knows what it is by now. One of the gentlemen who recovered some of the materials that were not of human origins that he wrote in his journal have been released in the last couple of days, particularly within a documentary. I don't remember which channel, but um, he said or his sorry, his grandkids 
have his journal where he wrote and talked about what went on there and how he was sworn to secrecy about the whole Roswell crash. Now, the thing about this is that it seems like there's a lot of things that his grandchildren are keeping hidden or they're redacting because they know for a fact that regardless if they go to the media, they go to the press and they publicize it, they may in fact be in danger. Because there's a certain way, like Jacques Vallée said on the Joe Rogan podcast, there's a certain way that a lot of these things need to be played out and timed correctly in order for this to happen, in order for there to be some type of incremental disclosure, let's call it. Okay, now, the next thing, that's that's pretty simple. If you want to look it up, you can, uh, regarding the, uh, the, the Roswell Journal story. The next thing is that the UK has used emergency powers to threaten legal action against teachers who want to switch to remote learning instead of staying in the classroom. Why that's the case, I don't know the specifics of this. I did some reading on it, and it just seems like, and I don't mean any disrespect to the people of the UK, it just seems like typical UK politics, just like how there's certain styles of American and Western politics here. It seems like over there, it's just... it just seems like a mess right now between the Brexit things and this whole uh, them utilizing and harnessing emergency legal powers and COVID distribution. I really hope it's going in well in an organized manner, but I don't right now the whole world's a mess. So I, I don't see that really happening to tell you guys the truth. Now, the next thing I want to talk about, and pardon me for jumping all over the place here, there's just so much to cover, is that there was a... There's a story going around right now, particularly in the West, of a girl, and I'll just touch on this very quickly, only because it's being covered so much, of a girl who was a nurse or a medic, I believe, who also started an OnlyFans account to, I guess, pay for her bills. I don't know. And and I'll tell you guys the honest truth. Now, for those of you who don't know what OnlyFans is, it's essentially a an app or a website. I don't know too much about it where girls can go on there and sell their pictures or private live videos in private chat rooms for money and all that. Look, you know what? At the end of the day, to each their own. I'm personally not for it. I'm not a person that usually or ever goes on those sites. But yeah, no, I mean, if she has to pay the bills, I I don't think that's necessarily a, a story. I think it's more of a tabloid story. And what I mean by that is it's just something to try to demonize someone who's trying to make a living. Now, if she's earning extra income on top of that and her her income as a nurse already pays for her bills then i mean look it's a free country i i what what can i say i don't think that people should be judging people have done far worse uh it's a free country so i'll just i'll leave it at that honestly um the next thing i want to cover very quickly is that there are pardons for snowden that are being discussed people are saying that trump should pardon snowden I agree 100%. Now, I can respectfully understand the opposing view. And I want to say that even though I agree, I may come across a little bit biased on this topic here just because I agree. So I don't want to try to persuade you guys into believing something that you truly don't. I'm just trying to report the issues here. So when I look at this, I see Snowden, Julian Assange, I see them as heroes, so to speak. Now, yes, it's a it's a philosophical fine line between when should things actually be kept secret to protect a country and when people are just using that whole, oh, it's a fuck you, it's classified, pardon my English, in order to justify surveilling the masses or keeping things from Congress and the public. It's a fine line, but I think... I think Snowden has helped forward and further that conversation. So I think him being pardoned, I th- look, guys, it's been what he 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 uh, he ran to Russia or flew escaped to Russia in 2013. 
it's been something like it's about to be like seven or eight years at this point. It's been it's been it's been long enough now. People understand what he's like. He's got an opportunity to go on shows like Joe Rogan and other shows where he does virtual seminars where people get to know him. He's genuinely not a bad guy. And people on the other opposing side might say, yeah, he's not a bad guy. But look what he did. I understand, guys. I see both sides. I do. But at the end of the day, I think if he was looking to do damage, he would have done it. I don't think that him exposing those programs was damage. I think, you again, in one form or another, the guy's a truth seeker. And maybe I could be completely wrong. Maybe he's got some hidden internal agenda. Because, again, we got to question everything. But as of right now, I see him as a truth seeker. It's as simple as that. Now, what's interesting here as well is that their finding within the code of the mRNA and the, and the COVID vaccine I cannot confirm this, but they're finding lots of people, independent researchers, let's call them, are finding satanic reoccurrences and symbolisms and numerology and numbers within the COVID vaccines, um, I guess we could say coding or, or genetic makeup or whatever we call it. I'm not a scientist, so maybe if I use the wrong words there, then I apologize or the wrong terms to describe it. But it seems to be interesting. I mean, at the end of the day, we can't deny the fact that there's substantial evidence to show that COVID's being harnessed to exp to exploit a certain narrative. Don't get me wrong. It's real, but it's being harnessed to exploit a certain narrative to a certain extent, which then I can understand why people say it's fake. I can also understand why people say it's real, but the numbers are exaggerated. I, there's so many different perspectives about it. And and the reason why I'm not trying to get controversial is not because I, I shy away from controversy. I think the show is anything but that. <laughs> um, but I think it's because ultimately when we take a step back and we look, we have to wait and see what happens. I mean, people said the same thing about the H1N1 swine flu back in 2008 or 2009. I know it was substantially less of a pandemic, like way less. But people said that they were concerned about the swine flu vaccine and this and that. And then everyone took it or I guess... A, large portion of people took it and at least on the front end i don't want to speak for everybody else believe it or not because i was so young at the time i was forced to take it no side effects or long-term effects whatsoever so again i know it was a completely different situation completely different scenario there was there weren't major lockdowns like there are here and around the world so let's uh let's see what happens now there's a bunch of other things i think i was planning to talk about but uh, today's a pretty busy day, and I think I filled you guys in on the main news of what's going on today and all that. So, oh yeah, and the last thing, they also uh, cracked the Zodiac Killer cipher after 51 years. One of the messages that they couldn't crack, it was some amateur, uh, I believe it was cryptologist? I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure. Some amateur guys pretty much figured it out, and the San Francisco Chronicle, I believe it was, or the Herald, please forgive me if I'm if I'm wrong, essentially confirmed it and said, yeah, they cracked it and people were amazed and all that. So that's pretty neat. Um, yeah, it's it's a little bit ironic for a film that came out, you know, 13, 14 years ago with Robert Downey Jr., Jake Gyllenhaal, Mark Ruffalo and those guys. But anyways, so, um, yeah, thank you guys for listening or watching for uh, your daily news on this show today. And we will catch you uh, later tonight for uh, another new episode of the uh, the traditional show. Thank you.